I know you're out there. I can feel you now. I know that you're afraid. You're afraid of us. You're afraid of change. I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone, and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. I'm going to show them a world without you. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you. Carla B is here, and you are tuned in to EOTM Radio's Truth in Media, PSA, coming your way via EOTMRadio.com. And let me begin by, by stating that all in the world is not as you've been told. The old saying that truth is stranger than fiction couldn't be more accurate. For we have been deceived on such a grand scale that most would have a difficult time in comprehending the full extent, the behind-the-scenes machinations of big money and politics are so well hidden from most of the population that if people actually knew how things really were, how they were really run, we would quite literally have a second revolution overnight. Henry Ford knew this well when he said, it is well enough that people of the nation do not understand our banking and monetary system, for if they did, I believe there would be a revolution before tomorrow morning. Most people who hear this might have a hard time fathoming how an entire nation could be so well deceived. But it's really not that hard when you understand the inner workings and hierarchy of an overly revered media in which we place our blind trust in. The truth is not as you know it. Our faith in the media myth has been our Achilles heel. Many have realized long ago that our politicians will lie to us at the drop of a hat. But most have no clue that our news media lies and deceives us just as much, if not more so. We have been deceived, y'all, by our media to such an extent, mostly because people are too trusting of our system. They naively believe that broadcasters and journalists will never lie to us. This trust has worked against us with devastating consequences, which are unknown to most. Now, to understand how badly you 
and I have been misled, you first need to learn about how our news organizations have been infiltrated. Once you learn this undeniable historical fact, it is far easier to understand that life is not as you know it. The first attack on the media was through money. If you've never seen the 1976 movie Network, you've missed one of the best Oscar-nominated films on the power of media over people. The media is supposed to be the watchdog over the America Republic and our democracy. But few know or realize that it was unsurped nearly 100 years ago and has been completely stolen from us in the last 30 years since the advent of Reagan deregulation. Don't believe it? Put down the TV remote and do some research on your own for once. Instead of being spoon-fed your news or disinformation as it truly is. Now consider this quote from John Swinton, former chief of staff for the New York Times in an address to the New York Press Club. He said this, he said, there is no such thing at this date of the world history in America as an independent press. You know it and I know it. There is not one of you who dares to write your honest opinions, and if you did, you know beforehand that it would never appear in print. I am paid weekly for keeping my honest opinion out of the paper. I am connected with. Others of you are paid similar salaries for similar things, and any of you who would be so foolish as to write honest opinions would be out on the streets looking for another job. If I allow my honest opinions to appear in one issue of my paper before 24 hours, my occupation would be gone. The business of the journalist is to destroy the truth, to lie outright, to pervert, to vilify, to fawn at the feet of mammon, and to sell his country and his race for his daily bread. You know it and I know it. And what folly is this toasting an independent press? We are the tools and the vessels of rich men behind the scenes. We are jumping jacks that pull the strings and we dance. Our talents, our responsibilities, and our lives are all the property of other men. We are intellectual prostitutes. This is from John Swinton, former chief of staff for the New York Times. Now, in, 18, in 1917, Congressman Oscar Calloway documented in the official congressional record that multimillionaire J.P. Morgan had infiltrated the U.S. media for the sole purpose of exploiting and controlling it. Morgan hired 12 of the top news managers to help him determine the most influential newspapers in America. The idea was to, to find the primary key news institutions that other news outlets looked to and were thus influenced by this. Um, and this was from the doc, this right here where I just said was documented in the official U.S. record, volume 54, dated February 9th, 1979, on some of the um, things that J.P. Morgan did back then. And as you know, his, um, his conglomerate is definitely doing a lot of things to not just the United States, but the world overall. Um, once the editors arrived at a consensus, Morgan then bought 
or infiltrated the top 25 news organizations reported to him by his tax force of news managers. An editor was assigned to run each paper, making sure that all news stories were controlled and that the watchdog for freedom was officially neutered. This was a, a key step. This was a key step towards total information and news control in the United States, giving birth to censorship, disinformation, and propaganda. You gotta love it, right? The guardian of our forefathers' dream of constitutional freedom had been deeply wounded. Now on to the second attack on the media, this time through covert intel. So as if that wasn't bad enough, the CIA made its own foray into news control in the 1940s with a program to infiltrate the media with the idea to have select journalists parrot the official government line under the guise of national patriotism. Some news members were simply duped. They were naively thinking that they were helping America by disseminating important news. Others were unscrupulous and morally deficient in their professional trade and were easily enough bought out, spewing whatever disinformation and propaganda they could cash in on. Now, this project was known as Operation Mockingbird. <laughs> the name alone was suggestive of the mission's objective, which was total control of the U.S. media system. Many might naively scoff at such an idea until perhaps they hear it straight from the horse's mouth. This is according to former CIA director, director William Colby. He said the CIA owns every one of any significance in major media. Now, if that quote alone isn't enough to raise a, a, a Spock eyebrow for some, then please consider this gem from another CIA director. This guy's name is William Casey, and he said, We'll know our disinformation program is complete when everything the public believes is false. That's big. One thing the CIA understands is that information is as good as gold. And he who controls information can use that data for political gain, for power, and wealth. Now, through the years, <clears throat> Operation Mockingbird it lured such venerable broadcast icons such as Walter, Walter Lippmann, Edward Murrow, and, of course, Walter Cronkite, to name a few, but just a few of, just a few elite out of hundreds of broadcasters and noted journalism are actually still currently involved in this program. According to release information, according to the release Freedom of Information Act, which is also known as, it documents a great many of our media outlets were alleged to be involved with the Mockingbird Project, including over 400 journalists who were used for numerous assignments, not to mention many publishing institutions, which were also rumored to be involved. Washington Post reporter Carl Bernstein was once reportedly caught on record, and he said, one journalist is worth 20 agents. The CIA policy, y'all, is, in case you don't know, is to use and manipulate these assets in order to plant disinformation in the U.S. the same way they have done for years overseas through their Office of Strategic Influence. The problem 
is, it is apparently sanctioned by Congress for them to do so abroad, but expressly illegal to do so domestically, go figure. Over the years, it became increasingly apparent to many observer, observers of the CIA's effort to control the media through Operation Mockingbird. The, the biggest blow to the project came in 1974 when two ex-CIA agents, John D. Marks and Victor Marchetti, published a book titled The CIA and the Cult of Intelligence. The book is available, still available on Amazon, and I'll repeat it, the CIA and Cult of Intelligence. Now, this book opened the door for many questions following the tell-all expose on Project Mockingbird. Public scrutiny of the CIA hit a new high and drew a concerned response from many in the U.S., including quite a few people on Capitol Hill. As word leaked out concerning the Mockingbird Project and concern began to spread over a possible infiltration of the CIA into the U.S. media, the Senate began an investigation under the Church Committee, the United States Senate Select Committee to study governmental operations with respect to intelligence agencies. The Church Committee in 1975 revealed Operation Mockingbird. Senator Frank Church testified that the overall expense of this information had cost American taxpayers an estimated $265 million a year. That number has grown exponentially since the 70s. The church report found that over 1,000 books were produced, subsidized, or sponsored by the CIA before the end of 1967. Now, all of that was uncovered. The commission was stopped in its tracks by none other than CIA Directors William Colby and George H.W. Bush. The report from Frank's church committee was said to have been deliberately buried. Despite its exposure, Mockingbird apparently did not die, F-O-I-A. Documents were eventually uncovered that showed CIA agents openly bragging through inter-office memos that the agency still had in place important assets within every major news organization in the U.S. In 1982, the CIA admitted to having reporters on the payroll. The American media facilitates the agenda of Operation Mockingbird by simply avoiding stories altogether that are meant to be kept from the public or else by mixing some truth with blatant misinformation to purposely muddy the water and um, just, you know, stir away the real facts behind the stories. Um, make no mistake about it, y'all, Operation Mockingbird, or a derivative of it, is still alive today and is operating as our media continues to mislead the public on everything and anything that those pulling the strings wish their paid media puppets to sell us, whether it be numerous unreported incongruities of 9-11, the illegal wars in Afghanistan and Iraq, and what's going on today with Russia and Ukraine, um, not to mention the orchestrated economic collapse of the, the, ver the version of the Gulf oil spill. The media has, has not told us anything close to the truth um, in all of those. As the, the X-Files was famous for pointing out the truth is out there, all we need is to look <laughs> um, or dig. 
The third attack on the media, once again, through money. The new form of media control became simple, or simply enough, buy it, buy into it, or just buy it out. <laughs> Government deregulation in the 80s made it possible for the conversion of our media into complicit, homogenized, neutered, spineless industry that it is today. Once deregulation was enacted, the watchdog of democracy, our hallowed and formerly esteemed press, became easily pickened in a hostile takeover for control. The government or the current media of the United States is controlled by a mere half dozen owners and CEOs. Those six individuals have total control over what you see and how your news and information in the world is shaped and presented to you. The gathering of more and more outlets under one owner clearly can be very dangerous to a free and independent press. This is what um, former CBS News anchorman Walter Cronkite once said. With six people in charge of our current media, it is now all too easy to propagate and manipulate the people through the press. Until people give up their longstanding naive faith in our controlled corporate news media, they will never, ever find their way out of delusionment nor ever know the real truth, and that's really sad. With the media unified now under a consolidated corporate ownership, literally in lockstep with each other. It's much easier, y'all, to um, propagandize with disinformation such as the 9-11 link to Iraq or non-existent weapons of mass destruction um, to encourage our entry into that oil war. To quote the fictitious character Howard Beale from the 1976 movie Network, he said, we'll tell you any shit you want to hear. In the movie, fictitious newscaster Howard Beale, he described television in the following manner. He said, the only truth you know is what you get out, is what you get over this tube. Right now, there is a whole an entire generation that never knew anything that didn't come out of this tube. This tube is the gospel, the ultimate revelation. This tube can make or break presidents, popes, prime ministers. This tube is the most awesome goddamn force in the whole godless world. And woe is us if it ever falls into the hands of the wrong people. And with the 12 largest company in the world, controlling the most awesome goddamn propaganda force in the whole godless world. Who knows what shit will be peddling for truth on this network. So you listen to me. Listen to me, y'all. Television is not the truth. Television is a goddamn amusement park. Television is a circus, is a carnival, is a traveling troupe of acrobats, storytellers, dancers, singers, jugglers, sideshow freaks, lion tamers, and football players. We're in the boredom-killing business. So if you want the truth, go to God, go to your gurus, go to yourself. But, man, you're never going to get any truth from us. We'll tell you anything you want to hear. We'll lie like hell. Well, we'll also even, we'll tell you any shit you want to hear. We deal in illusions, man. None of it is true. But you people sit there day after day, night after night, all ages, colors 
creeds were all you know. You're beginning to believe the delusions we're spinning here. You're beginning to believe your own lies are unreal. You do whatever the tube tells you. You dress like the tube. You eat like the tube. You raise your children like the tube. You even think like the tube. This is a mass madness, you maniacs. In God's name, you people are the real thing. We are the illusion. So turn off your television set. Turn them off now. Turn them off right now. Turn them off and we'll turn them off and leave them off. Turn them off right in the middle of the sentence that I am speaking to you right now. Turn them off. And um, those are, are definitely wise words indeed, very deep words. <laughs> now that you are aware of the mechanism that is in place to deceive you, what are you going to do about it? I mean, that's a question I'm posing to you guys. Now that you are aware of this conspiracy, if you will, what are you going to do about it? Now, the gist of this whole PSA today is not to just inform you, but to pose that question. And the one thing that I hear the most from people when I, when I share stories like this, they say, well, if things are this bad, what can I possibly do about it? Well, in my opinion, in a nutshell, you can talk, you can speak up, don't be silent, have the courage to spread the truth. America and the world needs heroes. We, we need to all work together to save humanity in this disinformation and propaganda war for your mind. So my, my, um, my statement to you is just be someone who can make a difference. You know, the proof is available, but you have to dig deep for it. Um, and, and with that, I want you to um, definitely tune in every Thursday night, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for the Whistleblower Radio Show that will air right here on EOTMRadio.com. Listeners can also call in during the segment by dialing 718-664-6543. Follow us on Twitter at EOTM online and EOTMPR. You can also tweet with the hashtag EOTMRadio. Subscribe to our blog, EOTMOnline.com, and, of course, our shows right here via EOTMRadio.com. Trust must spread by word of mouth, by we the people, or else, or else, y'all, it's, it's never told. Marinate on that and, and hope to hear you. Hope to have you join me next Thursday, 7 p.m., Pacific Standard Time, right here on EOTMRadio.com. That was a mouthful, right? <laughs> Thanks, y'all. EOTM Radio, entrepreneurs on the moon, reshaping lives for a better tomorrow.